You are listening to the Arcade Brothers only on the 4-Eyed Radio Network, The Fern. Hi, this is Kyle from Arcade Bros. If you're like me, you like a little joy in your life. We're proud to present that we are sponsored by America Joy Print Shop. If you need cut vinyl, store lettering, business printing, forms, car magnets, and anything else printing needs, America Joy is the one for you. When you contact America Joy, just tell them the Fern sent you. Hello and welcome to an all-new episode of the Arcade Bros. Of course, I am your host, Steve-O, Player One, and my co-host, Player Two. That's me, I'm Kyle. And uh, yeah, this is episode 65. Um, getting up there. No, actually, 66. 66 right. Even more. Uh, so, of course, you can find us at www.arcade-bros.com, part of the 4i Radio Network, known as The Fern. For more information, visit 4iradio.com. Uh, to listen to the show, you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Zoom Marketplace, Blackberry Podcast, Mirror Guide, Mixcloud. And double twist simply by typing in arcade bros <laughs> and enjoy. Also on Spreaker, we're also brought to you by America Joy Print Shop, the official sponsor of the Four Eye Radio Network. Business cards, flyers, posters, banners, vinyl cuts, car reps, and more. Visit americajoy.com for more information and tell them the Fern sent you. Also, don't forget to check out Raven Designs, illustrations and designs that fit your personality. For samples and inquiries, visit ravencruise.com. Uh, we got a bunch of shout-outs this week. One we of the, do. One of the biggest shout-outs we got this week, or the biggest follow, I'd have to say, is... I forget the guy's name. I was trying to find <laughs> That's it. how good he is. Well, no, he... I guess he posted he does... that thing on the Facebook about it, saying, like, I couldn't believe this guy's following us. Yeah, he actually was on... He used to be on Attack of the Show. Um, he does his own podcast, Chris... Something or other. Chris so. Banana Face Majestic. Or something, but yeah, he's uh, he po- followed us and a couple of other shows on the network, so I guess we're moving up there. I guess somebody moving saw something, up. so I guess we have to just wait until uh, Chris Hardwick starts following us, and then I guess no, we'll be all it. set. Yeah, I started watching that too. He has that uh, thing about um, uh, Skyrim. They do the cops Skyrim. I started watching those all like since they got the new season now. Now and yeah, it's a hilarity. So Kyle, if you want to hit up all the Facebook shoutouts and a Twitter f- shoutouts, yeah, I'll give them a shot. Basically, these are, these are people that we've had follow us, and I, either like oh, I've missed them or like I just may, maybe might have uh, uh, scanned scanned over them. Just because unfortunately, like we a lot of you guys we know, or a lot of you that follow us were friends and stuff. So sometimes we take it for granted when we're like, oh yeah, they followed us. Great, about time you sons again. But like this is just to make sure that I've hit. All the bases. These are people who I might have thought I've done, but maybe not. So I just wanted to make sure I got them all because I got our stats that said uh, we had quite a bit of followers. So with that said, all the Facebook follow- followers, we have Rockford Stice, Eric Perez, John Hernandez, Daniel Armfield Jr., Vincent Paul Martinez, Raymond Montez, Lexi Mays, David Hacker, Suzette Martinez, AJ Holm, Austin Cox, Jake Ivec, Laura M- Michelle, Zachary Devani, Chance Tanner, Brittany Luis Medlock, Jim Miller, Arthur Colonel, Ray Gutierrez, Rhea Hendrickson, Angie Lienz, Kevin Elliott, Kurt Zupin, Nicole Renee Steele, Nathan Zod, Thomas Hanks, love your movies, Force Gump is awesome, 
Shauna Ellison Bullard, Brenda Fuller, Paul Brainyard, Jeffrey Hilton, Gabrielle Farrow, Ana Maria Munoz, Samantha Missel, Justin Reed, Mark Norman, Jessica DeFrost Hotley, Brandon Knox, Kale Diefenbach. He was also the guy who was Aquaman during the Injustice. Ah. Uh, James Laird. Kyle wait, Booth. What? Remember when we did the Injustice? Uh, oh, brought, okay. He was I the guy that I was like, wait, Aquaman. I was like, wait, he was the voice of one of the Aquamans? No, I wish. Oh, he was just the uh, he was the guy dressed up as Aquaman I was making fun of. But he turns out to be a pretty cool cat. He actually moved up to Seattle. Yeah, good for him. Uh, we have Kyle Booth. We have Ethan Baxley. Mike Ringo. Ringo. Paul Ringo. Schultz. Uh Josias Alejandro Perez, Christopher Harrison, Mike Oliviares, Jennifer Beagles, Christine Guerrero, Tito Labastiras, Chrissy Teverina, Robert Tab, Jamie G. Ruiz, Adam Andrew Wahlberg, Law Stinson, Andy Pock, Chris Adams, Emily Hernandez, and Dwayne Benali. And you are now the graduating class of 2014. No, but yeah, so thank you guys all for following. Uh, obviously, it will be a lot shorter once we start seeing the more recent ones. I found out there was a way in the book face that you can like narrow down the people who have recently followed. But because I wasn't able to do this time, I just wanted to give everyone a shout out. And also on Twitter, we have a couple new follows. We're up to, like I think, three, almost 380 now. Oh, almost wow. getting up to 400. Uh, we had at Hummingbird Game, at Hell's Bells underscore UK, at Dio, and that's like D E E. O-H-Z, so Dio's, at Project underscore Million, at Family Problems 1, at CG Ailing, at Lungs the Series, at Eddie Helford BDH, at Blackshell Games, and at Conmen Web Series, and of course at Nestor Tweets uh, followed us. So we appreciate you guys for taking a moment out of your time to give us a follow or a like or a tweet or share or any of that stuff, so we really do appreciate it. Steve, I see today that we've been playing some stuff, and it looks like you've been playing a game that I actually want to start playing when I get home. What game uh, is that? No, this isn't the game you want to be playing. <laughs> Why? Why is this one? Because this is not the TMNT you're thinking of. Oh, no. Is this the one that was like the Cartoon Network? Or this the is Nickelodeon the version? Nickelodeon one, and I bought it thinking, okay, this should be fun, entertaining, because I love the Out of the Shadows. I still have not completed Out of the Shadows, but it's a phenomenal game. And yeah, I would like to actually play that with like more than just one person. But this is kind of the same concept, but it's based off the Nickelodeon cartoon show of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Absolutely love the cartoon show. Think it was a great thing. And I do, I did put myself in that mindset going, this is for this generation, and it is for these kids now and stuff like yeah, that. Well, so if it is. is really easy for me, or if it is really not that challenging or whatnot, I will you see why. You would think that it was dumb, dumb uh, Playing it, though, I'm going to have to say that Activision dropped the ball on this game big time uh they really did not do a great job so you start off the game and there's the four turtles they pretty much use the same concept between uh out of the shadows uh basically you can switch back and forth between the turtles uh four people can play at a time but you have all turtles on screen at all times uh they all have their own life bars you can pick up items like you know uh throwing stars uh smoke bombs and stuff like that to help you battle but the gameplay on the other hand you use basically two buttons to do everything oh so it's like this it's basically up 
you jump and fight. And there's no really cool fighting moves. They all kind of do the same thing. Uh, even the animation between things, like I really just wish they would have stuck with those cool kind of comic book cuts. But instead they try to bring, like they'll have the turtles come in and they're all voiced by the characters. You know, everybody from the show who does all the voices are in there. So you do have that feel for it. But the animation for when the turtles pop on the screen now, this Bam! is the, <laughs> this is on the 360. It's also on the PlayStation, I believe. And it's also on the Wii U. So you're thinking the graphics should be pretty, pretty standable. Stellar, yeah. Uh, there, okay, the voice syncing does not link up. Hmm. Their animations are horrible when they're like on screen and talking, like when it's like, like just one turtle switching back and forth between their dialogue and stuff. And the gameplay is just not thrilling at all. Like there's no like th- challenges. Like, like there's like... no challenge. Like even for like I'll put it this way: the Lego video games are made for kids. I would say. Granted, you and I play them. A lot of people play them because you know why? They're entertaining. They're fun. They'll take an you know the Marvel superhero universe, make it Lego, and they add all these cool little fun elements to it. That it's like it's Lego based, but you're also like I'm in the Marvel universe. They did not do that at all with this game. It's just a very mediocre side kind of side-scrolling beat-em-up game. There's really no uh, like I mean, Out of the Shadow has tons of like you're running upstairs, you're doing this. There's different views, you know. This is just a very plain side-scrolling game, like in a 3D dimension that is just not entertaining at all. Like I would not recommend this for anybody, even people who are huge fans of Ninja Turtles thinking, oh, I'm going to buy this for my kids, we could play together and stuff like that, it is not worth it. Like, it is just, it is a very bad game. And I just feel like when I saw Activision attached to it, thinking, all right, they did pretty good with the last couple of ones they did. This one, it's like, I just don't know what happened. It's just like, it's a game that really just dropped the ball on this. I'm like, you know what? You could have waited. If you wanted to polish this game up, give it a little bit more depth and everything that to it, you could have totally done that. You did not have to release it last year. Heck, you could have released it this year and you would have been fine with it. You know, this would have probably been a great game during the summer to play as if you worked on it more. But it literally feels like this game just did not get worked on. Like, yes, you do have the concept of actually leveling up your characters. You know, you you get points, you can add weapon, you know, add new moves and stuff of like that. But literally there was these I thought the challenge of the whole game was going to be like, oh, fully upgrade each turtle. Right. Like you try to customize them and make them put it this way. I did two level ups and it gave me the achievements already for all the. Oh, so I've already fully upgraded the turtles. Apparently. You did good job. And I was Star. like, OK, to get any more levels up, you have to find all the mutagen canisters and all this kind of stuff and, oh, like, okay. and I, got, I get that there's like time... the dog tags from uh... yeah the, there's time trials <laughs> yes. and stuff like that but I was just like Circus this pissed. is really just kind of not um, fun fun it's a, it's very just a <laughs> mediocre sucks. game so I would not recommend this on anybody I was just like this is really bad and I rarely say that about a Ninja Turtle game I mean most of the time they can do a pretty good job with it Oh man! So that's what I've been playing pretty much this week. I did. And I think I have that one. I think I did download that one just because. No, I was no, like, it's oh. not downloadable. This was, was a like game a they. Re- play, no, or? this is the game they released in store. In it's store, basically man. Nickelodeon's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Hmm. Based off I, of, I think maybe I have the demo or something because I have a version of that. I've played a bit of. I'll it. show you the game yeah. after the show, but it's like yeah, because it's the Nickelodeon version one, the more cartoony looking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's very horrible. It's just like okay, what happened to this? I'm wondering if maybe you play with more people. It might be hmm, fun, but... Maybe. Usually that's how it works, though. Like, the more people you play with, it's uh, the better it is. But it still was kind of like, all right. Interesting. So what about you? What have you been playing? I played a little bit of a game called King's Road. It's a game that's actually on Facebook. You can play it. Uh, it's free to play. Obviously, if you subscribe or buy stuff, you can... The same kind of all those typical Facebook games. Like, the more points you buy, the more things you can do, the more gems and stuff. You can basically choose a character, either a warrior, mage, or archer. I was an archer for the most part, and then what was cool about it is I built up some skills as an archer, 
and then I went and changed to a warrior, like one of my levels. So then I had warrior skills that I was building up. Yeah. So I got to keep some spells. Like one is I had like a healing uh, thing. There's a lot of like mini missions where you basically like walk through, you fight bandits and stuff, spiders or creatures. Um, I think you can log on with friends and play as well. Like there's that whole like MMO aspect of it where okay. you can log in. Uh, there's NPCs, uh, and basically it's it's uh it's pretty standard it's a top-down view kind of game simple i had it kind of bugging out and i always see like because i'm subscribed to it i see a lot of facebook posts of like servers down or this is down so there's definitely a work in progress it's it has its moments where it's working and there seems to be a lot of uh content that is out there actually having their first kind of dungeons coming out soon. okay so i played a little bit of that i played a little bit more of iron brigade still a lot of fun uh i guess their new game just got released too the same guys who made uh psychonauts um, they made the Iron Brigade. They also were working on uh, this game that just came out, where it's I guess between like these two worlds. Uh, the Kotaka was just talking about it. it seems like it's very in depth, uh, which I think I have it in the notes here. We'll talk about it on the show. Uh, the Skyrim played some more Skyrim, and then we've been watching this show that I was just talking to Steve about called Steve Universe. Yeah, that's uh, me. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's, it's, it's actually really cute. It seems like it's kind of set in maybe in like uh, kind of like a Portland kind of town okay. kind of thing, but it's really colorful, good character. A very good music, very good like action and stuff. So definitely, it's worth checking out. Very cool, very cool. So that's where we're at. Very nice. Um, okay, the character that I added for our character spotlight. Character Some people spotlight. might know the character, or they might not know the character. Sounds His name familiar. is Doctor Fred Edison. And Fredison. you're thinking, going, oh, does that sound familiar? Does not sound familiar? Well, I'll give you a little backstory. This man was actually originally a character in a Nintendo game. Ooh. Uh. The Nintendo game, I believe, was called um, Maniac Mansion. I remember. It was actually one of those games that was very, yes. Uh, Doctor Edison really came into his own though on the sequel of the game. Now, the Maniac Mansion was a game that was actually basically probably one of the first point-and-click games that I could remember playing. That was actually for the Nintendo system, where you actually had to make decisions. You know, you had to cast the characters and stuff like that and try to figure things out. There was also the next game that came out called Day of the Tentacle, which was actually by LucasArts and was uh, designed for the PC and stuff. That very animated, again, back to the point-and-click game. But the concept of this game was uh, one of the Doctor's uh, tentacles that he created in the Maniac Mansion uh, decides to go rogue and try to take over the world with a time machine. So three of your partners, one of the only returning characters for the Day of the Tentacle, um, was the nerd character. Uh, they go into the... One is in the present, one is in the past, and one is in the future. And basically things that you would do in the past would affect the stuff in the present oh, and cool. the future. So, like, so, you, so you would stuff. have to do certain things for people to get these, you know, items, you know, in that certain area. So he was basically, he was actually, I believe, the villain uh, in the uh, in the first game, the Maniac Mansion, but I think he was more of a subplot character telling you pretty much, hey, you need to help me fix this problem of pretty gotcha, much anything okay. that I did. So he was a pretty good character. Uh, he was a very maniacal villain. He's very kind of basic, kind of a bald guy, basically old school. Yeah, yeah, like the old doctor thing and stuff like that. But it was a very entertaining game. Actually, this is a game I wouldn't mind actually getting seen made a remake the Day of the Tentacle, maybe beef up the graphics, the animations, you know. Uh, I think it would be a very fun game. But if you can get your copy of this game, I would highly recommend it. It is a fun kind of point-and-click game. It's really kind of weird because it's also almost like a learning game because you do go into the past and you learn about, like, 
like, you know, oh, something right. history, Various. you know, in that part and so on and so forth. So, but yeah, very good game. Very uh, character that people might not hear, but his first appearance was in, yeah, Maniac Mansion in 1987. And I don't think Day of the Tentacle came out until maybe 94 or 95. So they did have some lead way before. But after this, I don't think they had any more games, which was actually kind of disappointing to see that they actually were able to reboot a franchise. But that was, but it. That was it. So... Uh, hopefully, maybe you never know. Maybe they might do like a 50-year anniversary, release both games, updated graphics or something like that. But they were pretty interesting games at the time. So definitely check it out if you haven't already seen. But those are that's my uh, character spotlight for the week. Yeah, it looks like I see a 3D model, too. Someone did of the head of his. I'm not sure if that's just that you did it for fun or what, but it's interesting. Looks cool. So I guess we have some... Um, some gaming news. Uh, most of the stuff I have no idea what they are. So Aha. Kyle, if you want to take it, uh, I guess which one do you want to hit first? We just go down the list. Uh, Banner Saga was a Kickstarter game that kind of got a lot of uh, feedback because it was really uh, just graphically like beautiful. Well, now it's finally coming out where you can actually see gameplay footage, which has actually been hush hush. Like a lot of people haven't really had it available, and it looks brilliant. Like it's uh definitely got more of a uh, tactics kind of game where you run up, you move your character so many spaces, you choose an attack you want to use. There's different classes of characters. Uh, it's kind of a neat story where it seems like it's about like all the gods have abandoned them, and there's like these people who are trying to find their way. Um, very Viking looking, you know, style. Uh, it looks awesome. It's basically uh, set to begin on the 14th of this year, uh, January 14th. Uh, 2014. I think it's out. Uh, if you had kickstarted it, I think you already got it and you got to beta test it and things like that. And then it also, it's going to be released to the public uh, momentarily. So okay. A lot of people giving it good reviews. Uh, people re- say that it reminds them of like Don Bluth, Ralph Baxi. Like it's got that very kind of uh, stylized uh, uh, artwork. Art. We're going to definitely post the uh, YouTube video of it because it's just like it's really good to watch. Yeah, it's I'm watching it right now. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah look at that. That looks really good. Beautiful it is. It's very well drawn. Okay, yeah, I can see what you're talking about, yeah. So this is, again, like how Kickstarter here, you know, someone thought the idea. I think on Kickstarter all it was was like storyboards, and people like invested into it because it just looked good. Uh, but then, like, as you were, you know, playing the game, like, it, it's very clear that it's going to be a very fun, enjoyable yeah, game Yeah, this does look well. pretty enjoyable, so... It looks like you can pick your cast of characters. Yeah, and, exactly. And oh, yeah, this animation looks really... See, I kind of like these kind of games. Like, I know a lot of people like to go with the 3D kind of games yeah and here it's like it's all hand drawn it's all hand drawn and it just looks fantastic so yeah yeah yeah, we'll definitely post that up when this episode airs um so definitely check that out uh what else do we got going on here it looks like we got upcoming free games on xbox and playstation plus i think we talked about that last week Yeah, we did that last week same same uh (laughs) games coming out uh so i guess what really hit this week early this week was kojima uh, he was the inventor of the Metal Gear saga. He's like the creator. Okay. He had actually tormented his fans because on Instagram he took a photo of his uh, monitor screen uh-huh. showing the loading screen of, I guess, the me- the newest Metal Gear saga game that's coming yeah. out. Metal-, Metal Gear Solid. So a lot of the fans were like, oh, when are we going to get it? When are we get it? And he's like, oh, I don't know. I'm just playing it right now. Like kind of like uh, enticing them to be like, oh, my God. Like So they're very close to having it done. No release date yet, I don't think. But they're very close to uh, letting people know that it's uh, coming down the pipe. Okay, so, very cool. Um, yeah, see, that would be like a game I would probably buy the PS4 for. But I think it's coming out for all platforms. Yeah, so it's, exactly. Uh, if it was like the play, if it was like the Sons of Liberty, that was literally just for. Um, 
Right, just for just uh, for the PS3, which I ended up getting rid of anyways, just because of the loading. Like, I thought yeah, about yeah, getting yeah. it again because I know they were like, well, we added trophies, and I was like, we well, I wasn't that far from, into the game, so maybe I just restarted over. Maybe yeah, get exactly. A feel for it. But you never know. It's probably really cheap now, Metal Gear Solid 3, but uh, it just was one of those games that I think it was really overly hyped, and I was just like, this is it. Yeah. Um, even Pat said like the last like scene of the fighting is like you fighting revolver revolver ocelot and you're both like old and he was like it's the most pathetic fight I've ever it's just two old guys trying to beat each other up yeah exactly it's just like okay but but yeah we'll see where we get that we'll see usually these guys you that's actually kind of surprising if a Metal Gear Solid game is coming out this year for next gen consoles because usually they won't come out for like a couple of years and then they'll finally get released like they usually do like a March release so. Uh, so one of the other new games that are coming out too is the uh, this game called The Forest. Okay. And as far as most people can kind of understand it, like basically what it is is like during the day, you're basically stranded out in this wilderness, and I guess it's an MMO too, where you're gonna basically come in contact with people, and it's like you have to try to either work together or like fend off people. Um, but how it works, I guess, is in the forest is you build your structure, you fortify it, you go down, you chop down trees, you you know harvest. So it's very much Minecrafty, getting the things you need. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it showed him he was out there at night with just like a flashlight or like a torch. And then there's these humanoids coming after you with like their faces painted very tribal, like mm-hmm. running after you. And it shows him like fighting them off. And then one guy he knocked onto the ground and then he picked up like a rock and like smashed him. Oh wow! Uh, and then it shows like then daybreak comes and then like he's exploring like a cave and you see like a whole bunch of bodies like everywhere. So it's definitely kind of more horror-ish. But it's definitely also more like it's kind of like that combination of Minecraft but horror. Yeah, I'm watching uh, the trailer. Now. Graphics look really yeah, beautiful. Yeah, it's very first yeah, person. Yeah, it, it just showed you like all the, the forest like, and yeah, really the forest like this kind of stuff here. Like he walks up to this thing and he like lights oh, yeah. it. Boom. Yeah, and, and it's like oh my god, oh like my what god. the hell is this thing? Uh, you know, Penny Arcade talked about it all this week where they were talking about like uh, the guy who like you know, I don't know why people are so savage playing this game. Uh, and then it shows like the guy like you know hey buddy hey uh, I'm over here and like he uh, like attacks him and just starts like murdering the guy and then there's one where he's like I used to be like you when I didn't have pants he's like come with me I'll yeah. show you and then he like I guess lures the guys back to his house and like murders them <laughs> so it's just like oh my god like what is this game about so so that's actually pretty interesting very kind of uh, open world survival very horror much, so yeah. that's pretty good so and it looks beautiful I mean a lot yeah of it's very like, beautiful well done yeah very pretty so um, hopefully we'll see more about that coming forward uh and then another one that they have coming out is this other one that looks great uh, i think again it's another independent and the game itself is called slug cats um and as far as i understand it it's um uh, i think the game is actually called rain world uh-huh. is the game but people are basically calling it oh yeah that slug cats game and you can watch a little uh, yeah i'm watching it, it now like a yeah, little demo and, yeah, you can see how he moves like a cat and things but he also just he's very like sluggy like when he grabs like these bats, he's jumping up the yeah. walls. Like it's a, basically like a two D game. Reminds me very much of like a uh, Metroid. Yeah, kind of kind of game where you're just like moving around, puzzle solving. Uh, they have a trailer trailer out, and that also was through uh, Kickstarter. And they're saying that a lot of people are like, "Oh yeah, like this is a uh, this is definitely something you should check out because it yeah, looks, this uh, looks pretty like entertaining. It looks fun. very fluid. Yeah, um, it's just it's just funny how like just a simple concept and like the joy. I mean, that was like the game Fez. Um, I know they canceled Fez too because the guy became a prick. But like Fez One, it was like it was such a simple idea, but with a unique kind of cool concept about the 3D environment. You know, it's a 2D game, but you spin it. So I mean, just this very simple idea, very simple artwork and stuff of like that can always make your game. You know, it doesn't always. I mean, we look at Rise, and Rise has like yeah. these graphics behind it and this thing, and it's a, like it's a horrible game. Like I don't know anybody I know that's actually re- enjoys it. Like there's like yeah, this is a really good game. You should actually try check it out. But it's like that game took I don't know how many years to develop, 
and best probably the best graphics right now because we haven't seen anything yet in the future of what to come with these new next gen consoles but it's just like again it's like what you space 60 like i guarantee this is going to hit marketplaces and it might be what maybe 20 bucks at the most yeah i think so possibly and and most likely that's just me going the most it's probably going to be way cheaper than that and you probably get more enjoyment out of it than you would a 60 dollar game and it looks like yeah possibly multiplayer uh they were talking about how like i guess as far as i understand like the game is like you're this creature and kind of like he moves like a cat he behaves like a cat he has more of like a slug-like body but they were showing how like you have to hunt, you have to defend yourself, and the things look like salamanders coming after you. Oh, okay. There's this whole thing with like environment things, and I mean the animation alone, like it's 8-bit, it looks beautiful, like it looks very stunning. Um, so definitely that's a game that'll be coming out soon. And they said like this is basically going to be the year of the Kickstarter. Like you're going to see a lot more independence, a lot more fun, like beautiful games like this where people who are like it's kind of getting to that point where like I was talking about it, like going into the industry and then working for 10 years and then finally maybe getting a team together and making a game is something you would do yes. where now you're getting these guys who go into the industry and now are like, I want to make my own game. And now they can, they can still work on their, wherever they're working. Yeah. And then just on their side, they can like do these Kickstarters and Oh yeah. Well, and, like, well a big thing. Yeah. With it. the, a big thing I have to say with the, Oh yeah, just marketplace, just literally like more games are going to, this is like basically kind of like the first year, like the Oya oh yeah has not been out for a year yet. Like its first year will be coming up, I believe in June or July. And it's, I mean, there's already, I've been getting emails. That's what I really like about the Oya. Oh yeah, we're already getting emails of upcoming games to look forward to, check them out and stuff like that. So there's a bunch of stuff that's going to be coming to the Oya, oh yeah, just independent game wise. And it's a really cool thing that it's so easy to make it for that system, the Android operating system that they use. And these are things that PlayStation, Xbox, and Nintendo, maybe, I'm not sure, but have looked into going like, we can make money off of these independent games, these, you know, very independent friendly. It's like these people put their heart and soul into these games because if you think about it, there's really no one trying to like stonewall you if you're working on it yourself. You know, this is what you want to do. This is the thing. And people can see the concept and stuff like that. But and and then it would it basically all that would stonewall you would be the rating system going like, OK, this has to be a mature game. This has to be a teen game. This has to be, a, you know, an every uh, one game. But it's not really like someone's going to be like, well, you can't do that in this level or whatnot, unless the only way that's breaking you in that industry is going like, I don't know how to do this in this level. I'm going to research and figure it out and some of that. But yeah, I, hopefully this year will be the big, big pull for a lot of independent games and underground games. Uh, you know, I mean, heck that one you showed me with the, that old style cartoon one. I'm like, that's a concept that no gaming console would have been like, let's do this. Let's make this old-timey kind of game. This is just coming from very creative people, and you get cool new styles. I mean, I've always loved those kind of games with just, like, a simple art style, and then it's like, oh, this is a side-scrolling. Like, I mean, heck, that Ra- the Raymond games, all cartooned, all animated, yeah. fun as hell. Just You get to have a blast with it, and they have all this funny humor in it and stuff like that, too. And it's just very basic and simple. So it's like, why not? Uh, I did like this one. So man paralyzed after playing an arcade game. Yeah, and this is kind of like it's kind of an interesting story because after reading it, it's like, well, technically no. Like I don't think it, like the arcade is to blame. Three reasons: like the arcade itself does tell you like you enter at your own risk, and you've seen these like you've seen videos of like basically it's a punching 
game yeah, yeah. and you try to punch it as hard as you can. You've seen people like break their hands because they miss it completely and they yeah, hit yeah. the thing next to them. So that's what happened. This guy, I guess, uh, had a... Uh, and they even say, like, do not play this game if you're unhealthy, blah, blah. Because obviously you're building up exercise. Yeah, yeah. And that. So what happened was, I guess the guy punched it. He was playing it, killing time, waiting for his wife to get done shopping. Mm-hmm. And a few days later, he ended up suffering from like a spinal injury, which now made him like paralyzed. So his wife's like feeding him. Uh-huh. He needs the surgery. It's like costing them a lot of money and stuff. And so they're trying to to the game uh the arcade now and the arcade even says like well like i one we cannot correlate that because he punched this uh-huh. it gave him this injury like three days later yeah but also the machine does say like do not play this if you're not a healthy person mm-hmm. so like now they're like it's big court case and they're talking about it and i feel you know you feel bad for the person because it's like oh it sucks that you know just days before you were fine and now you're like basically crippled well i'll put it this but... way okay people have put warnings on everything now now everybody was bitching and planning about when the we first came out going it broke my tv okay it did not break your tv you there's, broke it there's a thing uh, and nintendo this is what i love nintendo came out and they go okay not only did they give you the things that go over the controller so if you drop it or anything like that it has this cushioning they even gave you free bands that were more powerful you know that wouldn't written for the day but the biggest problem is nobody put the wrist strap on and then they would fling it too hard to do something and your hand goes your thing goes yeah, flying gosh. and i get that if you're playing a game and your hand gets sweaty a little bit and you're moving things around yeah it might slip out or it might you know do that kind of stuff if, because it's a motion game but on the other hand it's like as soon as i got my wii it was like the first time it's like put the strap on i'm like all right i'll put the strap on it's like i don't want to throw my thing through the tv yeah, I don't especially wanna... when it's a nice new tv or it's something. like so it's like this is just stupid people but it's again people wanted to sue nintendo owes me a new tv nintendo does it and nintendo came out and go look we have a warning on the thing obviously you don't know how to read fine okay we'll do this and they did it for free they were yeah. like if you already bought a wii u a wii system they would say hit us up give us your contact information boom i got four yeah. of those like things for the cushioning i got the yeah, like, new straps and everything that no like problem. no questions asked no nothing heck i couldn't i didn't even have to have a wii and they were fine Oh, yeah. But, yeah, so uh, there's a whole story you can watch. It's all in, uh, I believe, uh, Cantonese. So, obviously, you can't really understand unless you know Cantonese. Uh, but, yeah, it looks good. Like, I mean, like, I feel bad for the guy, but it's one of those, like, again, like, was it the machine? Was it just you were I'm going to do that. Oh, I was playing the Xbox One and it paralyzed, paralyzed me. What were you playing? Nuts. I was just playing <laughs> Dead Rising. But you were just sitting on the couch. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. But because I was playing it, it's why I'm going to blame you. How long uh, were you playing it for? Ten minutes? Ten seconds. <laughs> but you didn't contact me nope. for a year. Nope. Nope. I'm lazy. I'm lazy. We're gonna say that's because I was paralyzed. I was paralyzed, bro. <laughs> uh, Vita finally gets some releases, and some are do downright awesome. Yeah, they got some pretty nice titles coming out. Uh, one of which right away is when I heard it, I was like, that would actually would be really good for the Vita. Borderlands too. Oh yeah. You're gonna be able to play that on the Vita. They have a lot of other games like uh Conception Two, Children of the Seven Stars. That's like an RPG. They have uh Oh, they're releasing the Final Fantasies for Final Fantasy X and X two are gonna come out for it. They have a uh, Demon Gaze as some type of like card game, magic game. Uh they have a lot of um uh, one called Danganronpa Trigger Happy Havoc Trailer. A lot of these obviously are more des- uh, Destiny of Spirits. Yeah. They have a Dragon Ball Z game coming out for it. Uh, the, another game that's kind of gotten a lot of hype called Dust Force. Actually, speaking of uh, Dragon Ball Z, we I had explained the over 9,000 thing to Eric. Oh, really? He didn't uh, get it? Well, he didn't. He's never oh, seen Oh, he's never it. seen Dragon Ball but Z. But then so. the, the joke came I was talking about, and I'm realizing, wow, I know a lot about this show, and I haven't seen it in, I would say, maybe five years. 
Um, and then I thought about, I was like, oh, I always want to do an animate show. That would be kind of fun. Like talk about different animes, like what's our favorite series, talk about the in-depths of them, all these kind of, you know, background of the history. Was it a manga at first? Did it become a yeah, series? Like, and, then, this or... and then I came up, uh, uh, Matt's uh, wife, Megan, actually said, because I was talking about anime, and she goes, Japana, Japanimation. She yeah, Japanimation. It. And I was all like, Japanimation, I haven't heard that like at all. Or... Or Japanime, that was it. Japanime. Japanime. I was like, I yeah, like that. Because Japanimation, I think there is a yeah, a, it is a called that. Called but that. then uh, J- it was like Japanime. I was like, oh my god, we should. I'm. I should totally make a podcast called Japanime. So we'll see what happens. Uh, this one that looks really fun is another independent game, and it's called Dust Force. And that's basically what it is. Like, there's these creatures you have to fight that are all muck and grime, and like it shows her one of the characters is like running up a thing, and she's like sweeping as she goes, so like all the leaves are getting picked up or. Like all that kind of stuff, like they're, oh, they're sweeping up all the dust. Oh, okay, yeah, that looks pretty so, creative. Another side scrolling game looks fun. Uh, they have something called Freedom Wars coming out. Um, but yeah, so like it seems like the Vita finally is kind of having the Wii effect, the Wii U, where like all the great titles are coming out for That's it now. That's good because price the, is coming I mean, down. The Vita has been out for two years. Yeah, and it, like I said, the two years that was out, um, I haven't really been like, oh, I want this. I want. I mean, there was literally two games for it, but then I was like, it's not really worth it. Um, that game Hohokam, I don't know if you saw any of that, where it's like the ribbon. Oh no, I haven't where seen that. That rides around. It was displayed at E3. Uh, looks, that's finally coming out for it. Uh, it's basically, what it is is just a game. It reminds me of the uh, Roco Lolo or Roco. Oh, Roco Loco. Where it's kind of like that game where you move and like the environment moves. Oh, very like, cool. Little, I mean, like, Roco Loco was a really fun game. I'm surprised they only did like. I think they did two games and then one for like the PS Network for the PlayStation 3, but they haven't really done anything more with no. it, which is kind of sad. Which so they a, have a... Is, again another game, very simple content, uh, con- concept, concept, very simple artwork, very cute, very kind of this, and just the enjoyment. And literally, all you did was this. Yeah, you just rotated it. Uh, Rogue Legacies, which is a game that came out for the Oya, you should pick up. It's where you're a knight and you choose different knights you can be. Oh. And if you're a character, like let's say I was a knight and I was level like 10 and I died uh-huh. in the game, you earn money that then you can give to your second character, like basically your descendant. Oh, okay. So your descendant then has money so then they can equip stuff and go in. And basically that's what it is. You have one life, you go through the whole castle or level, and then if you die at any point in that game, you get like this little plaque that says like, oh, he died valiantly on this like, oh. stage. And then you have to start over, but you start off with a character and all those money. All the earned, stuff like, comes. Oh, okay, that's kind of so interesting. So that's coming out. It's going to be out for Oya, but it's also coming out, I guess, also for the Vita. Uh, they're coming out with Ragnarok Odyssey is coming out for it. Uh, Minecraft is coming out for the oh, Vita. Oh, okay, very nice. Uh, they also have uh, Soul Saga which looks really cool it's like an rpg it looks like cartoony characters but like in a very like in-depth like detailed world okay kind of game coming out uh the binding of isaac rebirth uh they also have the walking dead season two will be out for the vita yeah they just released season one for the vita so among us i mean that's really see that's what i'm saying like as much as like like they did that with the nintendo ds where they released like donkey kong country returns for it and it looks pretty much how it does pretty much almost on the uh, the Wii. So I'm kind of hoping Nintendo... So I mean, they're doing that with the Smash Bros. game, how they're making two versions of it. So I really kind of hope that Nintendo and uh, Sony both kind of take you know hints from each other, obviously, and they'd be like, yeah, there is some games we should release for the 3DS that would do very well, you know, but... 
We'll see what happens. But that's great for uh, the Vita. I'm glad they yeah. finally get some. I mean, and I, then they said, uh, like, yeah, the price has dropped already on it. And they said, like, there's a bundle coming out where you can get a Vita and a PlayStation 4 coming out. Yes, that's actually and then probably they what they said. I, by the time that comes out, then the Vita will be even cheaper, like, come this summer. So, I mean, like. See, that's the thing. Like, I know a lot of people, like, our one guest, she was like, damn it, I heard about this. And then, so that's, that's like, another big reason that I'm kind of holding off on a PS4 is I'm kind of waiting for that bundle because it's going to be. if you're going to be able to universe. Well, this yeah. is the thing. Not even that, but if I were to go buy a Vita now and then buy a ps4 it would cost me more yeah but if i wait for this bundle set it's going to be i think 150 dollars cheaper than if you just bought those individual items so so like again like i told matt i think my first next gen console i'm going to be buying is probably going to be a xbox one just because more people i know more people that have that and also because i really want cable so <laughs> yeah exactly uh, but other than that, it's just kind of like, all right. Uh, but yeah, the P- like, don't get me wrong. I want a PS4. I mean, obviously with the PS uh, Vita with all the great stuff that's coming out for. It, I mean, I mean they're both. Like I said, we're gamers. We want to play both. I mean, I still have a Wii U. It's not like I'm be- like I'm gonna be one of these fanboys or anything like that. So uh, I'm gonna get definitely both systems. So don't forget to. And the cool part is, what I love about these systems is um, our IDs are gonna be exactly the same on both consoles. So you don't have to switch. Uh, you get a new username or anything that because it's just going to link to your, you know, your Xbox account or it's going to link to your PlayStation uh, uh, 3 account. So exactly. Yeah. Uh, what's really cool, too, is the this is the news that was released this week where uh, the game is called Broken Age. And I don't know if you remember Double Fine is the studio. They made yes, yes, Brigade, yes. Psychonauts, all the stuff, the Kickstarter that they had started a while back. I was wondering about that. Yeah, and I remember it blew up, and they ended up getting like crazy amount of money, like something like. Yeah, they already they already beat their thing, and then I I didn't see anything about it, but apparently is this it? This is the game that finally came out. So the Act One is out now that for people to play. And what's cool about it is like you're a kid in a spaceship, like and your mother is like an overprotective like computer that tries to get you to eat stuff Uh like that. And then the other person is a woman on the on this planet where she's set to be sacrificed as like for to appease the gods. Mm -hmm. And it's nothing like where you're like running from anyone, but like you're preparing yourself for that. But like whatever you do, you can go back and forth at any time. And like whatever you do up here affects down here, and whatever you do oh. down here affects up here. So it's definitely a back and forth kind of a game. Well, the art style um, I like. It looks yeah. really unique, very cool. And that's actually what's really cool about the uh, Double Fine. Every game they've done completely different. Completely yeah. different. They don't artwork. have like a simple style. It's like but... they did Psychonauts, then yeah. they did uh, Brutal Legends, then they did that. Um, oh, it's a I forget what they're called, but they're like those little pop. Toys. Oh, it, right, it was right. just released for I think Xbox Live. Like it was just a downloadable arcade. They did that because that was like another thing. But it, again, every single game, they're basically kind of like, um, oh, what's 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 the thing that's really like that? Where it's like a, it's like a different feel every time you play. I'm yeah. saying they're basically like Johnny Depp every time he's in a movie. Where he yeah, they try to do something. He's different. a completely different character. Um, and that's kind of what they try to. I mean, you think about it too. The beauty of that is, is you can always change and do something completely different. Like you never have to be stuck to. Well, we did Assassin's Creed. We have to stick to that. And even then, like at least they're going through history and changing it up and adding new. But things. not only that, but you can't. There was no way they could go. Assassin's Creed Five is going to be all cel shaded. Well, no, because people would just be thrown people off. People would be like, like what? "What the hell?" You know. So it's like it's kind of like that cool concept where, like, if you make a game, or you could just do a different art, and it's great because then you could have uh, anybody who's an artist in your thing. Everybody's gonna have. What well, I will art tell style. you, what would look sick as hell is if like Telltale or uh, Borderlands, like that style of an Assassin's Creed. Ooh, that would look no, yeah, sick. yeah, like, that would look freaking sick as hell. Uh, but yeah, it looks good. Like the demos out, like for people to play. A lot of people giving it a lot of good reviews. It's been all talked about this week, so it looks like that's finally come out. And again, like 
Kickstarter, people spending money. Like that's what's beauty about it is like you get enough people who are passionate about something, and we're seeing a rise in 2D games again, 8-bit games again, side-scrolling games again. We're seeing a rise in like this is like kind of one of those like choose-your-own-adventure games like Monkey Island. Yes, it's very similar to that. So like you're seeing these kind of games that are classic to like our generation so it's not always having to be like the shooter or yeah this or that. i like, mean you're I, seeing a really eclectic uh style i, I actually remember when i dr- dr- jumped into the demo of the walking dead and i was just like oh wow this is like those old classic point and click games where you have to make decisions and stuff like that and it really kind of brought me back to that simple time of like when gaming consoles weren't really that big and it was more computer-based uh, games and that was a lot of the games that are out there and you just realize how much fun you would have with all this kind of stuff because it really did try to make you think and figure things out especially with those games and of course you can't really just think in obviously um you know walking dead sometimes you have to really make these split second decisions and it can again it affects the whole outcome of the game but yeah it's really kind of cool to see i mean it's very funny to think like video games have finally became like fashion clothing where they've just kind of they've hit their peak but then they're actually going back to the past and trying to give it a new twist i mean there's so many times where you see clothing styles like yeah wasn't this the 70s but that became popular then grunge came back again but they're calling it something different and all this kind of stuff but it's it's like a simple concept it's like look at the old school mario game side scrolling game did the same thing with Nintendo, beefed up the graphics, stole fun gameplay, stole all these cool power-ups and stuff like that. And you're just like, it's just like an old school feel, but with a new twist, just because it's like the beefed up graphics and things like that. But heck, I think we would still be fine if they literally released, like, if they literally went Super Mario Brothers 4. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And just gave us the old school graphics, you know, put it in HD though, but old school graphics, throw it on the Wii U or something like that. It's the same kind of side scrolling gameplay and things like that. We'd still be happy with that. We'd be like, this is amazing. This just takes me back to like super Mario brothers three and all that kind of good stuff. So, I mean, that's, that's the really cool part with these kind of games that are really like very simple, very unique and just have fun, you know? Cause I mean, like we said, you could pay $60 for a game, get it it's the oh this is the best yeah. game of the game or game year or whatnot and you're like this gameplay sucks there's no depth to the story there's no like i mean think about it every mario game that's come out it's pretty much the same concept yeah exactly you have to go save it's the princess exactly the same yeah but we play it every time i mean heck look at god of war it's the same concept throughout every single game but you threw in really good graphics you threw in really good uh storylines you know it's like yeah it's going to be the same thing where it's a button mashing game literally that's what god of war is they should just call it god of button mashing and i would have been fine with that you got a great character kratos you know he's this like just kind of badass character that doesn't take shit from anybody makes you feel like a badass when you're playing getting all these upgrades for your you know weapons and things like that is kind of fun makes you want to just kill more people and things like that but it just has this really good driven storyline that you're just like this is fun so i want to play more of this but uh yeah that's uh that's pretty much it so anything else you want to touch upon or whatnot uh well i know like the new a new game's coming out for the ds uh 3ds the braverly default we kind of talked about yes so that comes out February 7th. I still need to download that demo. <laughs> uh, we got Infamous Second Son still looking good March 21st. We have Final Fantasy PS4 version coming out sometime this year. Uh, Destiny, for, obviously for all systems, uh, coming out for the 14th. I don't know if Wii U is getting it or not, but I know I saw uh, Wii U is getting quite a bit of uh, games coming out. Yeah, I don't know if it's getting Destiny uh, just because I don't know if uh, because of the online mode. I'm not, yeah. sure, I'm not sure how well Nintendo's... Uh, online play is yet because i really haven't run into any games yet where i do online play i think pikmin you can do online play cool. 
But I still have to get that game, though. But uh, other than that, I haven't really found anything. Like, I really thought would have been a cool concept. I understand Nintendo wanted to be, like, bring family together and stuff like that. But playing Super Mario 3D World online would have been so much fun. Oh, yeah. You know? Um, but yes, especially yeah. since you can log in. But it's but too, it's like be... you said, like uh, Watchdog yeah, is yeah. definitely going to be you know. Yeah, that's hopefully getting, that's so. going to come out. Uh, we have uh, Final, obviously Final Fantasy X and X two coming up for the PS3 and also and the Vita. Vita now. And the, yeah, we got the Vita, we got the Watchdog, we got South Park Stick of Truth. So as far as we know, no more dead uh, deadlines with that. Really, but yeah. I'm I'm not going to hold my breath. Uh, Super Smash Bros coming out 3DS and also Wii U. Uh, Donkey Kong Tropic Freeze coming out the 21st of February. Looking forward to that. Uh, Kingdom Hearts three. Uh, looks like for Xbox One, PS4, also to be determined. Now, I was talking to some guys last night about the Kingdom Hearts 3. Now, do you think, I don't know, because they only showed us a teaser trailer, but they didn't really show us anything really in depth with the game, such as, you know, the majority of maybe the new worlds. Do you think that, uh, uh, with uh, Disney owning Marvel and Star Wars now, do you think they would throw something in from one of those universes? I don't see why they game? wouldn't, especially if you're talking about building your enthusiasm for it. like mm-hmm. think about this like they've already kind of started teasing like posters and yes. teasing like things about final fantasy or uh, star wars and things like that mm-hmm. so like that would be like how great would that be that all of a sudden you're playing it and then you're like with luke in this or maybe like the characters are dressed up like those characters yeah you know you're just gonna help like boost that yeah boost that thing like, oh I, I mean i think it would be a fantastic idea to do that especially even with the marvel universe i mean heck you show down and it's like boom you're in like the avengers and yeah it's exactly. like iron man joins your team or something like that it's yeah, exactly. like hulk, I mean, it, hulk is the princess you have yeah, to say i mean this is literally like <laughs> this is literally like you know you have so many options it's like now you have you basically have your disney universe your um final fantasy universe and then you literally have like two other universes now oh, yeah. that you just got so it's like yeah, you can just kind of keep blending the worlds, which I think is great. Uh, we have the Elder Scrolls Online. I think they have one more beta before it comes out, and that's April 4th, supposedly. Mario Kart 8 for Wii U, which also looks good. I saw more trailers of, like... Yeah, I, I watched and... another trailer on that, and just watching, like, how the cars kind of break down, oh, and yeah. how they do things and stuff. But, like, that's, to me... That is a like, game... That one screenshot, like, it looks fun. Like, just a photo of it I just good. hope that they improve upon from... Don't get me wrong, Mario Kart Wii... That's... Was was a good idea, but the only thing I did not like was when we wanted to play multiplayer. We yeah. wanted to play multiplayer with just four people, three people at a time, just kind of like old schooling it. And this one literally was like you had to play against you three or you four who were playing, and then every other computer in the game. And I was like, I don't want this. Yeah, I, I just want to. I just want to have fun with my friends and stuff like that. We'll see if they decide to do that with uh, Mario Kart Eight. I do pretty much sure they are going to have online motion uh, options that they did do that with Mario Kart Wii U, where you could basically race anybody around the world. Which was kind of fun, oh, so nice. you'll see what happens with that. And of course, we also have the uh, Wolfenstein, Wolfenstein, yeah, uh, the Wolfenstein. New Order, which will be coming out for pretty much all consoles. I don't know if it's coming out for Nintendo at all, but I have no yeah. idea. Same thing. But then again, it's one of those like, you know, as long as it's coming out, I think as long as they still come out for PS3 and 360, you might see it on the Wii U because it's kind of that same capability. Uh, but if it's only like PS4 and Xbox One, I don't know uh, like what the capabilities are for the Wii U. Yeah, exactly. I mean, don't get so. me wrong. The Nintendo Wii U can support HD graphics, and I mean, obviously, it's been getting as the Assassin's Creed game now. It's yeah, getting it's like the Watchdogs and some of that. It's gotten, uh, I mean, the sad part is, is UBI software already came out and said they're like Nintendo basically has the perfect system for the games we want to do with it. So that's I don't true. know if they did kind con- of contract with Nintendo, and that's why they uh, have been doing a couple of more. I mean, I mean, Rayman Legends was going to be a Nintendo exclusive at one point. So, I mean, that was kind of a big money-making deal. Um, I do have to say, I, I did come up with a Get Gaming question of the week for next week. Uh-huh. What is- I would say this. Uh, what is a game that you played 
that was really like um let's see like very like it surprised you like you 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 just like ah whatever i don't care i'm just gonna pick this up or i rented it you know it could be from your past or whatnot and it was just a game that just like and that could be good or bad like you thought like oh the hard dose was good and then you play it like oh no like this is not or you're looking more like "Ah, i heard about it and then you play and you're like and it was like wow why didn't this get you know the press that it needed or whatnot so uh, that would be the question. Question for uh, next week. Sounds uh, good. We'll we sure. did have about forty-three people check out our sh- one last week, saying about a uh, uh, favorite superhero game. Superhero but game. no one replied, so I don't know like what you guys thought. But All right. uh, you guys are obviously seeing them. Like I see that you guys are noticing them. So uh, maybe this question you guys will hear, and if you do, we'll give you a shout out on the Twitter and the Facebook. Of yeah. course, if you want to follow us on Twitter, you can go to at arcade underscore bros on the Twitter. Also, you can follow us individually on Twitter. I'm at Stephen Mooney Jr. on the Twitter, Kyle. I am at Mooney Studios. And uh, also, don't forget to check out the arcade-bros.com, part of the Fern Network. And uh, if you want to game with us, if you go to that website, you'll see all of our gamer tags. Uh, we're, I'm on Nintendo, I'm on Xbox, I'm on PlayStation, I'm also on Steam. Uh, oh yeah, I'm on uh, as well. I'm still trying to figure out the multiplayer on that. I know they do advertise it, like there is a, even that Meltdown game that came out, there's oh, like, you yeah, can jump yeah. onto the server or whatnot, but they don't, they are still working on how their, their thing works, because literally they don't have any uh, headsets or anything yet. Right, so, so, community so I don't know so. how you would do that. You just yell at the screen. Yeah. Go left. <laughs> but uh, so we'll see what happens with the OEA. I'm hopefully big things will happen with the OEA this year. I mean, already I- I've enjoyed it. I mean, it's, like I said, it's a hundred bucks. You're really not out like that much money. It's no. probably the cheapest console that's out right now. And now there's that other version where like you get the um, uh, the white version, a little bit more space too. Yeah, so. but uh, if, even if you just get the basic version, like I have the USB uh, drive that I got that's like 16 gigabytes, and I've been just downloading things to that like game wise, and my thing is you know still golden. Yeah. So it's like you know it's all you can do. So, but I guess that's it. So I guess until next time, kiddos, keep on gaming. This has been another fine production of the 4i Radio Network. For more great shows, check out www.4iradio.com. Bomber!